And it's the Titterpigs, the RPG podcast. Am I getting paid for this one? everybody we are back from our break uh david's going to give us a quick little recap for your benefit and then we are going to jump right back into this and see what the hell this shiny thing in the shipyard's all about <laughs> so when we last left when we last left our skeletons uh keith is playing a junker named kevin who recently gave up their newest creation in the hopes of finding something even shinier Heck yeah, I did. Scott is playing a newborn named Coxus, who was relieved to watch the explosive get put in the hands of someone else. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. And then Debbie is playing an infested skeleton named Perosis, uh, who recently lost her forearm. But he's got knives on it now, so it's better. <laughs> A bird in the hand is worth two in the forearm, right? Is that is that how it goes? Oh, a knife in that, a knife in the hand, <laughs> a knife in the uh, elbow, maybe. <laughs> and thanks to some advice from the yellow wizard, we are going to head off towards the final shipyard. As you leave the reef roads, so traveling along these trenches where the reef, uh, the coral reefs, go up for hundreds of feet on each side. Uh, the trenches become shallower and shallower until you're walking on uh, flat ground. You're still shallow enough for light to stream down. And as you approach the shipyard, you begin to see the light reflecting off of the hundreds of metal holes that have sunk down here over the years. This is essentially the Bermuda Triangle. Um, Wrecks from every period of history lie buried in the silt, from wooden sailing ships to iron warships, steel cruisers, plastic pleasure yachts, and even the occasional plasma skiff or hydroplane. They all ended up here at the end of their journey, but the beginning of your journey. Um, as you begin to wander among the various wrecks, let's see which one stands out. We may need to explore three or four wrecks before we find one that is uh, ship shape. So let's see what we find first. Okay. So mm -hmm. the first one is a large cargo ship. Um, 
It's halfway buried in the silt with its bow sticking straight up. So almost like someone tilted it on its side and then jammed it into the, into the silt. Um, it pokes up maybe 100 or 200 feet out of the sand. And the very tip of the ship pokes up above the surface of the water. Oh. And written along the side of the ship is the name Short Misery. Uh, you're standing maybe 50 or 60 feet away from it. Do we want to investigate that ship or keep looking on for something else? Um, it, so in mechanics terms, if I come up and put my hand on the ship, I can see if I can get some sort of memory from it. You definitely could. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to say, all right, I'll crack my knuckles and go, I've got this. Let's see what this ship can tell me. And I'll go up and. You know, put my bone. Wait, 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 wait. Don't what? put your what? shoe on the ship. No, 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 no. This this thing, and I kind of, you know, give it a little tap and the blade pops out. I said, No, man, this thing, you know, I've got this thing under control. Uh, don't worry about it. I've only accidentally stabbed two people. Um, but uh, anyways, I you know, uh, just okay, hold on. So before you can even absorb any memories, oh. As soon as you touch the hole of the ship, you hear a dull vibration. Um, something inside the ship is slamming against uh, the interior. Um, you can try and ignore the vibrations and still absorb memories from the ship if you want, but there's something trapped inside the ship. Um, I think this one might be occupied, everyone. Um <laughs> Um, ships are rocking don't come knocking <laughs> yeah um, should should we just let that be or do you, do you want me to continue on uh, what do you reckon is is there any since it's a since it's, you know it's a sunken ship is there any sort of uh you know open hole or anything inside that leads into the hole um, you might be able to come around the side and climb up the deck, find one of the doors on the Lido side. Hmm. Uh, maybe I should be, you know, take a be precautious. I'll try to see if I can get something from it first. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds right. sensible. Right. So, boom. All right. And. Let's see. Roll under your luck. Uh, that's still under my luck. Yes, five. Wow, y'all are rolling really well. That's awesome. Not, not for long. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes down by one, right? Yep. Whether okay. you succeed or fail. Yep. All okay. right. So, um, true to its name, this ship has is a dense collection of miserable memories. Um, Absorbing a few of the experiences make you quickly realize that this used to transport prisoners. Um, and so a lot of the memories are quite dark or sad or lonely. Uh, you kind of cut it off before you absorb too many. Right. Oh, um, you know, I don't know if this one has what we're looking for. Um, 
I don't like the feeling it gives me. There's, you know, it just doesn't seem like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like there's good things inside this. The It's got a lot of bad vibes coming from it. It's not shiny enough. Right. So maybe we'll, we'll let's, let's move on. It's just, I like to put this thing behind me. All right. Who wants to take the lead on looking for the next ship? Uh, I uh, I think Kevin would. He's all excited. He I mean, he gave up his boom boom. I mean, whatever we're calling it uh, for a for the prospect of a shiny ship. So that yeah, needs some tinkering. Can... Yeah, you're the tinkerer, so <laughs> it makes sense. Let's see if we can find something shiny. Yeah, we're, we're Ooh, not. Here we go. Go ahead. Um, so there's a ship um, that reflects the sunlight, uh, and it has a lot of facets. Um, the ship is made of a bunch of overlapping metal to form a circular hull. Um, trying to think of an example. Kind of like a radiator fins how they're like twisted around each other. So a bunch of short ones that make a circle and uh, the only opening is along the top and there's like a big uh, pressure wheel at the top. It has to be open to pop inside. Uh, strangely, this doesn't have any sort of no lines, no propellers that you can see. It just looks like a very smooth, um, almost like a shell made out of metal. Um, it it probably draws Kevin's attention, and he's like, "Ooh, that's got possibilities." And he starts <laughs> traipsing over there, um, and he's going to, um, seeing the like the pressure wheel, he's gonna try to climb up this thing uh to that pressure wheel um i don't know if mechanically that triggers like the the, the whole memory thing as i'm climbing up uh, it's a choice you can make it's okay. never uh Not accidental always. okay mm -hmm. um i think i'll wait until i get to the wheel and then when i grab onto the wheel uh and focus kind of like my energy on it i'll try to absorb its memory because i want to try to figure out what this thing is um because it's kind of intriguing okay yeah so uh you get up to the top you climb up like the the and metal veins of the outside oh good i rolled boxcars <laughs> so if you fail a memory you get to roll on the memory mishap table all right <laughs> um is that a d6 or d66 it's actually three six-sided dice added together. Okay. Uh, so that's six plus two is eight. So number eight. Um, instead of absorbing memories from the ship, you absorb a memory from your own bones and you gain a skill from your previous fleshy life. Mm. God, what did I do in my previous life? I mean, I'm... I was looking for a, like a way to you know travel faster. So how about I was a, I don't know, boat captain, pilot, something, car race car driver. There we go. Good. 
<laughs> perfect. Boat, boat, car, air. Yes, perfect. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, yeah, I was a race car driver, so I guess that's what? Uh, driving? Yeah, driving. <clears throat> rank one. Uh, yep, starts at rank one. Got it. All right. I'm sure that'll come in handy when you find a race car at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, you twist the lock along the top, and it, it doesn't really budge. And you see the name of the ship is the Nautilus. And on the other side is something written in French or a language you don't understand. Does anybody have skills with language or do you just want to try it kevin and roll for it see if you can make it out um i'm just gonna attempt to make it out oh okay oh. all i've got is crab it, it is one of the it is one of the you romance languages no crab <laughs> oh, oh. Crab. yeah no i don't have any languages no. oh, okay all right let's see uh, what you can do i rolled a five my base skill is a five perfect you're good Okay. All right. So um, thankfully, next to the language is a bunch of symbols. Um, and what the symbols show is that when the hatch is exposed to air, it pops open. And that's how you open it up. So normally what would happen is the ship would surface and then the hatch would open. But yeah. this thing's at the bottom of the ocean. It's maybe 60 feet underwater. So if you can somehow raise it 60 feet. And I and I kind of yell down. Anybody know how to get this thing to the surface? <laughs> wow! Well, the... Oh, I I has got a new tail that's good for jumping and leaping. I wonder if that'll work. Does it look heavy? Uh, it's big enough for maybe a dozen people to ride inside. So it's like oh. school bus sized. Oh, but but we's underwater, so things bounce, don't they? Everything bounces underwater. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, so can I try and use my jump, my, what is it called, my useless stump into my, can I use my launching tail to try and get underneath it and boing up to the, boing up to the surface? So I think, I think you'll need a little something extra. If someone can come up with anything else, mm. even something ridiculous. I can use my firebolt spell. To give me a boost into my leap. <laughs> you gonna rocket jump your leap? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I could torpedo throw her, but I that don't think that's gonna too. work. <laughs> I think uh, between all three of those, you could definitely knock the ship high enough to breach the surface <laughs> temporarily. Um, I I'm hiding behind a large piece of coral because I you know if I, I had have... a rusty air tank again I could do this it's true. it's true or or we can or I suddenly get a, a flash of inspiration we can try something unexpected <laughs> you can do all my, the unexpected smell and my, and my uh, you there's like a little bit of magic on the tip of my bony finger going I know it didn't go well last time but... No, it didn't. <laughs> I think I got bone spurs from the last time you tried this. You're a giant bone spur. Hey, I resemble that remark. Oh. Bone spurs? What are you talking about? Yeah, I was going to say, if anyone's a bone spur, it's definitely porosis. <laughs> All spiky. and me wing. 
Uh, do so, you want to cast that spell first before they try something? Sure. Let's let's have a little fun with this. All right. <laughs> All right. So remind me this the this the spell casting again. Yeah. So, I, so first oh. you pay the stamina cost. Okay. So um, I roll a d6. Roll a d6 to see how much stamina. Uh one. Ooh. All right. Nice. nice. You lucky skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> um then you roll underneath your skill okay um, and you get to add your spell to that skill okay so let's see here um so spell three so that's three and then okay so 11 uh that is a one and a two three okay all right nice and now I roll a six-sided die to see what happens. And then roll again. There's like five nested tables in this spell, so give me a second. <laughs> no problem. So when you roll that, mm -hmm. the unexpected event is that a squid arrives. Um, the last squid you bumped into was panicked and angry. Mm -hmm. um, and it was there was a violent altercation. This squid is lonely, um, and it is looking for its young. Oh, and so it approaches you tentatively. What do you okay. want to do? I don't recommend you eat it. No, no, <laughs> no. Um, greetings, uh, um, uh, Madam Squid, and um, and I. Um, my apologies for, you know, the, the, the loss of your little ones. We can possibly help you find them. But first, we have this little situation with this ship over here. We're trying to raise up into the water closer to the air up above. If you know of a way to help us do that, maybe in kind, we can help you find your young. Okay. Um, so the way that this works is you can exchange memories with the squid. Okay. Um, absorbing memories is a role, but exchanging memories is free. Okay. Um, so you and the squid pass memories back and forth. Mm -hmm. It, <laughs> so it presses into you this heartbreaking story of, um, a squid encountering a storm losing one of its eggs one by one as the storm tears them from its grasp and it wandering the ocean looking for its eggs. And in return, you pass memories to it of, we need to lift this metal thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, uh, the dramatic weight of this exchange is a little one-sided. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think? Oh, yeah. Um, but I think the squid would be up for this. Uh, this thing is a large spinster squid, so it can wrap some of its tentacles around the top and lift while um, Perosis leaps and pushes into it. And Kevin, oh, what was your crazy plan, Kevin? Um, oh, gonna... the throw, torpedo throw. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if that's going to help. Well, I think if we I all... I do have a gadget called a bounding shield. I thought you replaced that with your crab bless drill. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. I did. Yeah. Never mind. Disregard. You're good. I think if we all roll really well, we can <laughs> launch this thing into the surface. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, roll some skills, y'all. Let me know how it goes. Well, Kevin's rolling like shit. <laughs> so okay so this is our base skill right um i, well, I don't think i don't oh, think okay. you need to roll coxes because you're not okay oh, i'm not doing anything yet. has already okay. happened yeah. okay yeah so so all right good luck that was good. i'm just <laughs> wondering if i can twist in using my encouraged parasite skill because i'm using something he's grown on me uh i don't think so oh shit because it was worth a try yeah, it was worth a try <laughs> Come on then, Dice. Be nice to me. <laughs> they yeah. were not nice to me. Nope. nope. <laughs> wow. I rolled, a I rolled, I rolled over. A five. All right. No, it's not good. <laughs> so you both push and you put everything you have into lifting this thing up off the ground. And it lifts about 15 feet off the ground and then comes slamming back down on top of you. Oh no. Uh, you're both going to take about five stamina damage. Oh no. I think that's deserved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It kind of is. <clears throat> um, if you want to roll luck, you can try and reduce that. But oh, go on then. Oh, yeah, let's do it because it's fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, bummer. Then you reduce your luck by one and no. you still take all the stamina. I'm going to just take the stamina because I am bound and determined. I, I, I'm i like, now I'm trying to like push this thing. I'm trying to like reach for my umbrella to go <laughs> open and close it, open and close it. I don't know. Mary Poppins it. I don't, whatever. Uh, and with that failure, there's like sort of a, a sad moment of silence as the, the silt settles back down. Um and then Coxus, you feel the squid tugging on your jack on your uh, on your mm -hmm. arm. Yeah, and uh, it it says it it gives you an image of its eggs trapped inside a ship. So I'll I'll exchange the memory or at least an image of us searching for it. You know, we will that we will continue to look through the ships and you know help her find her eggs as we're looking for what we want so if mm -hmm. she wants to wait here and we will come back or she's welcome to come with us if she'd like how long ago did she lose these eggs will they still be eggs um about a week ago mm -hmm. so they're, still eggs. they're still eggs okay yeah it's not too late no i was just so saying it's not going to be the thing trying to get out of the other one. Oh no <laughs> It's a funny idea, though. <laughs> That'd be so sad. Oh, that made me sad. All right. No, that's not it. It was something else. Something horrible. You're lucky you didn't go inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and there's also the image and in, in, in feeling as we're exchanging, uh, you know, memories of, you know, a bit of laughter and uh, severe disappointment in my friends. Um, <laughs> so... Is it more yeah. laughter or disappointment? Be honest. Um, it, it's it's kind of like um, you know seeing a sad clown. Um, so <laughs> it's 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 kind of funny, but not. Um... We're, we're, we're kind of used to that from Scott. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Let's see what we bump into next. 
All right. Oh, perfect. All right. So we are gonna we're gonna wrap both of these quests into one. It's a sunken ship, uh, a sunken wooden ship. The wood is kind of starting to rot. Um, there's not a lot of exposed metal, but uh, the squid is very excited and thinks that her babies are in there. Um, and the sails of this ship are strange. So it, they look like uh, sort of a, they look like steel that's been painted black. So they have a metallic look to them, but they don't reflect the light at all. In fact, they absorb most of the light. Um, but the rest of it looks like a totally normal wooden vessel, uh, if a, a bit larger than most of the ones you've seen. Interesting. Weird. What's, what's that about then? That don't make no sense. I don't know. I've never seen anything like it. But uh, you oh, know. And the way it's sitting in the ground is kind of tilted on its side. So like right. the bow is resting on another wreck. Um and the the uh what is it called? Is the stern in the silt? The stern, thank you. Yeah, and the stern is is embedded in the silt. Well, the, the the squid here, she seems to be excited, so I think this might be one we should definitely check out. Well, since you committed us to uh, to finding her babies, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, how could we not though? Right. See, exactly. Uh, Perosis, you know, she, you know, have a heart, and that's when I kind of. Hold out my rotting heart <laughs> and go. Ah. <laughs> um, don't, don't give him that; it'll turn it into something else. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, how do y'all want to approach this? Um, you could climb up the anchor that's been dropped. Um, you could try and climb up another wreck and then jump onto the ship. What are you thinking? Oh, I, I we, would climb up the anchor. Yeah. I'm an idiot like that. <laughs> that just looks cool. Three skeletons climbing up an anchor with a with a squid. There you go. All right. So when you climb up the anchor uh, and you leap over the deck, you land like ready for whatever's in this ship. Mm -hmm. um, the deck is chrome. And it's like a highly reflective chrome surface. And the uh, the wheelhouse has sort of a futuristic look to it, uh, like Jetsons era spaceship look to it. Uh, but the rest of the ship looks like an old maritime schooner. Odd that a ship with sails would have be like this. I think I take my umbrella tip and go tink 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 on the deck. I'm like. I start looking uh, for like bolts, wires, nuts, things that I can borrow. Here, <laughs> uh, uh, the whole thing is like one solid sheet laid over the deck, um, and the wheelhouse does have a few bolts, but they are really smooth and they're they're sunk into into the to the uh, to the the housing. Uh, 
when you do get close to the wheelhouse, the the door is is metallic and there's like a big window and you can see a glowing, a green glowing light coming from the other side of the window. It's faint, but it's there. Oh. There's something shiny in there. Maybe Let's go and see if we can open it. Maybe it's her eggs. Let's go. Yes. The squid feels confused but hopeful, and it's tagging along with you. <laughs> oh, sweet baby squids. <laughs> uh, the door has no handle that you can see. Um, there's like a little panel that might have lit up once, but it's dead right now. How do you want to try and open this thing? Um, Coxus, can you use your your metal fingers to maybe pry it open? Ooh, wait, 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 Coxus, wait, 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 what oh no I, nothing and i and i out of my uh my pack of sorts i pull out like this little canvas like wither um uh, fraying canvas roll and it's got a like little pockets for tools and i'm like <laughs> i got this and i lay it on the deck and i'm like and i start tinkering with the pad because i mean i don't know that the buttons are gonna work or not work or <laughs> if i can take it apart but I know that it's the thing to open it. Right. You could definitely take this apart. It will open the door, but it probably won't get put back. It probably won't close. Is that okay? I don't know. That's You um... can make a new door. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do it then. Yeah. Back when I was a kid, we never locked our doors anyway. Yeah, we didn't either. <laughs> I'm gonna firebolt it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's all still there. It's probably better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I'll, so you're gonna you're gonna I'll take it apart. It. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you don't need a roll because okay. you're an expert, and uh, failing that roll wouldn't be interesting. Uh, and besides, you already chose to have it not open again, so or not close again. So uh, you tinker with a little bit. You pop out this little housing, and you're expecting to find wires or tubes or something like that. Instead, uh, there's a series of thin crystals that connect when the housing is assembled correctly. So when you yank out the housing, a bunch of the crystals fracture. Little colored puffs of smoke are released. Um, Oops. And the door slides down out of, like, into the floor. And as I say, oops, and the door goes, Yoop. I, I, I stand up and I step back and I look at the other two and go, there you go. <laughs> I got it open. Uh, and the, the stairway <laughs> I, leading down is lit with like a, an eerie green, green glow. Oh, this is exciting. Come on then. And I'm just going to pelt downstairs. <laughs> Uh, wait, 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 wait. No, and too late. I've gone. <laughs> I'll turn to, you know, Madam Squid and let's go. <laughs> she kind of. I'll be I, the I, last I one to go in and, I, and I'll and i try to close the door or try to get the door to come back up. And I'm like, 
I know there's a, there's a term for how squids maneuver through the water. I wish I knew what it was. Undulate? Yeah, that might be it. I don't know, but it sounds good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so you head down the stairs. They take a, a turn and then another turn. And then you head, you come to the bottom and there's a hallway with two or three doors on each side. And at the end of the hallway is a glowing green nest of eggs. Um, most of the eggs are sort of large and green and you can see like a, a, a vague moving shape inside of each one. Um, and scattered between them are normal, like sort of clear yellowish looking eggs. Um, your squid friend gets really excited and darts forward to retrieve her eggs from this nest. I, I, I'm going to have wisened up a little bit and say, <laughs> You might want to wait and and not not using that arm because that will cut. Her. Use the other one. <laughs> we need to check that the thing that gathered them isn't still there. I don't think it will like you coming to get your eggs. Let's see if we can do it a bit more cleverly. Okay. And then we'll do like creeping up stuff. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think we need to roll for that for you to restrain the squid. But I do think at the the squid is going to play along for now, right? But it has not agreed to this plan. It has only agreed to slow its roll, if you will. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So that begs the question: Are you going to search all the doors along the hallway, or are we just going to head to the nest? Go to the nest. I want to yeah, play get... with the doors. Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to go to the nest because otherwise Squidward Lady is going to get squished. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And the sooner we get her eggs back, the sooner, you know, we're not, you know, under, you know, the obligation. So, but yeah, yeah we job yeah. well done. The doors will still be there afterwards. I mean, may, maybe not Aunt Kevin's got hold of them, but. <laughs> yeah, this is a squidward and then skeleton bob parasite pants right? <laughs> yeah apparently <laughs> that'll be the next book skeleton bob <laughs> i totally want to help on that project oh yes yeah all right so um you poke through you look into the door um Perosis and the squid move forward, still moving carefully, but they move towards the nest. Um, Kevin, you take a peek into the door um, and you see like faint glowing blue lines crisscrossing, almost like a, a rope of LED lights, kind of okay. crisscrossing the room, maybe 30 strands. And when you come, when you Go down a little further and you look in the next door, you see the same thing. And the next door, same thing. Ooh. And at the end of the hallway, to the left of the nest, one of the doors is open. Uh, what is in that one? Perosis and the squid get to the nest. The squid quickly gathers up her eggs. Um, and then it pauses for a second and looks to Coxus. Uh, 
Coxus, through the communication that you've been developing, the squid is basically like, are we done here? I want to go. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you've, you've, you've got your kids back. I, I think, uh, you know, you've, 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 we've kept our part of the bargain. You helped out. So yeah, by all means, it's, you know, you know, go forth and multiply. Okay. Um, as the squid is leaving, it brushes a single tentacle against you and gives one last final word. Mm-hmm. And it has a sense of urgency and says, destroy those eggs. And then it leaves up through the steps. Okay. Um, everyone. <laughs> the, uh, uh, our, yeah. our squid friend told me that, um, uh, that we should probably consider de- destroying the rest of these eggs. But, it doesn't but, look right to me. But why? I, I, I don't know. Does she just kind of said it and, and went on her way? But I mean, she's been helpful. She's been, you know, she, you know, kept her part of the bargain. We kept ours. Maybe we should listen to her. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. We did her a solid. She tried to help us, so maybe this is her way of uh, final way of saying thanks. All right. So I I bend over in, in my shoe, pull out my hidden knife, and go. All right, let's make some omelets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to want to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it doesn't take very long for uh, for you to, to slash open all the eggs. Um, and when you do, so the eggs gave off a green glow, but when you cut them open, they release a blue glowing liquid, um, almost like the same color as those strands you saw. In the oh, eggs. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something, something wrong, Kevin? Um. Um, I, I, um, I think it's time to go. <laughs> well, Why? let's, let's cut to Kevin looking in that open doorway. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so when Kevin peeks inside the open doorway, he sees, uh, a green glowing half sphere, uh, sort of undulating, floating in the center of the room. And out of that sphere are coming hundreds of thin strands of glowing blue lights spreading all over the ship. Oh, no. Um, in his... Um, part trepidation and part just fear... He just pops his umbrella open. Just he jerk reactions. Because <laughs> he thinks his umbrella is going to save him from everything. It helped with the whatever that fish was. I mean, that's true. It's a it's a wily e. coyote moment. You know when the boulder yeah. falls off of me. But <laughs> my umbrella is open. Although the again the canopy is just kind of like flopping off the side in the, in the as the water moves. Um. So you open the umbrella, and as you look back down the hallway, the blue strands have covered your exits. They have grown uh, that's to cover what I was your exits. Afraid of. Yeah. 
All right, Kevin, what do y'all want to do? Well, up first, I ask Kevin, what'd you do? Um, 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 and his jaw, his bottom jaw just goes clack, 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 clack. <laughs> like a Halloween decoration. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so the, the body of this thing is in the room that I'm looking into, right? Yep. <clears throat> I am going to cast Torpedo Throw as I throw my umbrella at it. <laughs> like a little javelin, like. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So that has. So just for listeners, Torpedo Throw costs one, and it's going to be one stamina. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and it says you throw your weapon at a target. It propels itself forward at great speed, dealing damage to the target. And we all know how much damage an umbrella does. Of course, we've all oh, yeah. used an umbrella before in combat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's what I can do. I mean, <laughs> I'm ready. Three d six. All right. So, um, what do you want me to roll here, boss man? So good. <laughs> Besides mm. good. So you want me to make the spell roll? Yeah, I'm I'm thinking we do the spell roll. So you're gonna roll underneath your skill. Okay. Can I add gadget fighting to that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so that would make it my base is five, the spell is two, and the gadget fighting's one. So eight. Oh, sorry. Only one skill used okay. per roll. So, so uh, you're just gonna use the spell. spell. Yeah. Yep. So seven. Yep. Yep. Uh, and I rolled double threes for six. I'm just trying to decide how involved this confrontation should be. Um, <laughs> this is all plus... knee jerk reaction on <laughs> Kevin's part. His um, umbrella went poof, and then he threw it. Your umbrella goes right through it, pierces the center of this creature, and the uh, the green body like deflates like a balloon and falls to the ground. Uh, and maybe a fraction of the LED strands go dark, but the rest stay lit. And then you see a green glow coming from the other door across the hall. Uh-oh. And by now the blue strands have come down about two or three doors closer to you. Oh no. Yeah, there's more than one of these things. Uh, I, I All I do is I turn and I go, help! <laughs> so help. Hearing that, I will rush out and look where he's pointing and I will firebolt it. Okay. All right. Are you going to open the door first or are you just going to blast the door and into the room? Yeah. Oh no! I'm going to open the door first because you know I don't want to waste all the damage on the door. That'd be rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yep. When you open the door, uh, a press of the blue LED strands begins to drift fo- towards you out of the door. But you manage to get off. Well, hopefully you manage to get off Firebolt first. So let's see what you can do. Let's see. Uh, I rolled a seven. I have a st- my thingy is seven. Yay! All right, it. nice, good work, good work. Spend the um thingy stuff. Stamina. Yep, spend the stamina for your firebolt. Um, yep. and what was the damage on that firebolt? I can't remember. Uh, roll a six-sided die. I've got the table up here. 
Ah, I rolled a one. That's still three damage. That's something. So it doesn't do a ton of damage to the body of the creature, but it does burn away a lot of the tentacles in front of you. So it bought you some more time. Uh, Coxix, you have an opening if you want to follow up after Perosis and try and poke it. Yeah, I, I think I think that's that. I'll do that first, just kind of see what happens because I was kind of concocting something, but we'll we'll see where it goes after this. So yeah, the uh, I've got my my uh, shoe knife out and see if I can cut some of these strands. Seven, so that's below my skill, right? Yeah, okay, skill base. All right, yeah, perfect. Oh, what? Wait, what's your base skill? Uh, my skill base is. Oh, no, wait, no, it's six. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, how did you roll a seven? (laughs) Nope, never mind, six. It's six. Okay. So that is not a success, right? No, 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 no. Okay, unfortunate. Um, I'll give you a choice. If you are willing to sacrifice your knife boot, I'll Mm -hmm. say that you can embed it into the creature, and then when it dies, it'll have the knife inside of it still, and you'll have to leave it behind. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I, I can okay. always find another uh, knife boot. <laughs> they're so common. <laughs> yeah, they're everywhere on the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, just talk to Q and he'll sell you <laughs> a knife boot. <laughs> All right. Um, so when you kill that green bubble, mm-hmm. uh, maybe another fraction of the LED strands go out but there is at least one more creature, one more body still in the ship. By now, the strands have come towards you and they have blocked you against the back. Um, When Perosis blasted the door, well, opened the door and then blasted the room, the kickback knocked the nest over and you see a trap door behind you. Oh, so you can try and push forward, or we can take the trapdoor. We're gonna open the trapdoor. There's gotta be something down there. Uh, uh, do we have any options? As I'm, as I'm like now holding on to my coat rack because <laughs> I don't have an umbrella anymore. I, I, I would like um, to head for the trapdoor, and as I'm about, well, preferably my 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 friends colleagues go first down the trapdoor, and then I would like to throw my confetti bomb over the creature because <laughs> I've just remembered I've got it. <laughs> um, so when you, you shove the rest of the nest over and clear the trap door, it has that same little panel as the door into the gate, into the wheelhouse. Uh, Kevin! Kevin! <laughs> Kevin does what Kevin does best. He breaks shit. <laughs> so once again, this door will open, but it will not close. Is that okay? Oh. Or now that you've taken one apart, you can try and roll, maybe? Yeah, I would think I would have maybe learned something like don't do this <laughs> because those crystals will, will fracture and Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. So is that gonna be a I'll be taking things apart. Okay. So no. my total for that will be a 10 for my, my value. Surely you can roll below or equal I hope to a 10. So. <laughs> I rolled an 8. Ah, close. But still good. All right. All right. 
So uh, what you do is you pull the crystals halfway out of the housing, the door begins to open, and then you snap the crystals back into place long enough for everybody to slide in, and then the door closes above you with a little whoosh. Fantastic. Um, When the door opened, a big blast of air escaped, water flooded in, you all poured into the into the trapdoor, and then when it closed, it left you with about waist high water, and then the rest is air. So this room has been sealed. Um, Good thing we don't breathe air. <laughs> oh, if you I, could I, smell, it would smell terrible. I'm in the corner going, <gasps> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it is black rotted heart is going. Um. And you are in what appears to be an engine room. But uh, there's no furnace. There's no piping. Instead, in the center of this room is a plastic tube with a dark crystal floating in the center of it. And this crystal uh, has a bunch of like wires and tubes connected to it. Um, and it sort of floats at an angle on its side like it's dead and the rest of the room is dark i'm just like i go up to the plastic tube um and i and i once everything gets goes back dark um Mm -hmm. uh, i'm assuming what's on my uh possessions list a flow lantern actually emits light it does. So the way that works is it has a little motor at the bottom, and as long as there's water moving through the motor, it'll generate light. So you have to keep moving it or keep swishing it back and forth. Right. So I will I will fire that sucker up and start, you know, the little <laughs> motor and start moving it like in the waist deep water just to emit some light. And then I start yeah. staring at this crystal and the wires and the tubing and I tap it, I tap the tube and I'm like, <laughs> what is this thing? <laughs> hey um and i just stare at it like i'm trying to figure mentally oh not that i have a brain but mentally like <laughs> work out how this thing works yeah the only thing you recognize is those same control panels that opened up the doors there's a dozen of them scattered around this room anybody want me to start pushing buttons and <laughs> Yeah, Kevin, I think this is your... Oh, sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. Kevin, I think this is your, your area. Uh, you do stuff when you're talking. Where else do we go? I mean, you know. is it, Yeah, is there any other passages off of this? There is, but you haven't found it. Okay. I'm yeah. going to... I'm going to do the, the memory thing. I'm going to, like... I was about to say, no one thought of that. And I'm going to try and absorb its memories. Let's try that. Come on. I touched Perosis to remind her that she could do the memory thing. (laughs) You're a hero. Yay. No. (laughs) I don't do it. But now I get to roll on the 3D6 memory mishap table, don't I? That's right. That's the real fun. Yeah, of Ooh. course it is. We're gonna. We're, it's time for me to have some fun when you're done. <laughs> oh, I can't do math. Six, nine. All right. 
Yeah, so the the option for nine is you gain a vision of a random encounter from your current location. It will never occur. <laughs> Why couldn't we have that earlier? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the random encounter that you get a vision of is, it's almost like a fantasy of the squid that you helped leading a host of dozens of other squid, all armed, dangerous, they swoop in and chop up all the strands and they rescue you. And then you return to the present moment trapped inside of a ship that you don't understand. So God. Perosis, you okay? So so I come up and go, all right. It's time for Coxus to do what Coxus does. And I'm going to do accelerated memory. I'm going to wrap, <laughs> wrap my arms and my legs around this tube and try to see if I can absorb all the memories of this object. Whoa, hey, not in public. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. So it costs three stamina. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's two. Okay, here we go. Uh, Ten. So I think, so yes, I think, does it still hold two truth spells? For rolling equal to? Equal to or under, yeah. Yep, that's valid. All right. (laughs) Close call, though. (laughs) Granted, you you wanted to roll three times in the memory mishap table, but yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) All right, let me pull up the history of this ship. Okay. So this shouldn't take more than three or four hours to get through. Let's see. Wait, what? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> okay, We're going to take an accelerated <laughs> break and cut it all out. So you don't have to listen. Oh, no, I, I thought I thought I had to, like, you know, wrap myself around that tube for three to four hours. <laughs> no. Yes, you do. You do, but it won't, um, f- it won't feel like that to you. We'll just be bored, but you won't notice it. <laughs> that's right. So you absorb um, all of the information of this ship particularly Mm -hmm. experiences that happened in the engine room so you see the ship being built on a distant world Um, you see the solar sails being installed you see the crystal capacitors being aligned the uh, telekinetic pathways being created um, the crew being chosen coming together becoming a family being lost in the solar storm, crashing down on this godforsaken planet, and eventually sinking into the dirt. Um, the way that this crystal is charged is through um, life energy. The civilization that built this almost required the operators to be happy, to be fulfilled, to be passionate, to be friends with each other. And the whole ship was powered. Um, it uses a bit of life energy to jumpstart it, and then the solar sails power it the rest of the way. So I guess my question is, do we have any happy or good memories we can give to this crystal, either from your previous life or from your current existence? Yeah. I mean, just me or all of us? 
Uh, it's going to require all of you to contribute okay. a few memories. All right. So we'll start with you, Coxus. What do you? Uh, what are what are like two happy memories you can give this thing? All right. The my first memory, uh, what that that I remember was, um, for some reason I remember winning all state football. I I was you know I was a college football star. Uh, I got uh, it was just this wonderful sensation, and then. Then I got hurt, but it wasn't over yet because I joined the FBI and um, <laughs> I excelled at that. And then my next memory is, is even though he was a horrible person, he took advantage of my friendship, just seeing Bodie ride that wave um, and not having to arrest him. And take him in was life affirming that, you know, Ooh. he, he ended on his terms. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Wow. <laughs> Is that point break? That's point break. Yeah. I mean, oh, okay. I, I, I said, I said, I was, you know, remembered, <laughs> you know, my, my outdated drylander knowledge was surfing. I'm just like, all right, we're, we're going with this. So you don't all sound right. like counter Reeves. I, you don't want me to try. Uh, <laughs> no, please don't. Yeah. Please don't. Um, so yeah, with, with the donation of those memories, uh, the crystal glow glows a little brighter. Oh. Um, Kevin, you're next. What, what are two positive memories you can give to this thing? Uh, from from my days of racing. Mm. We got to bring this back in. Um, <laughs> you're not first, you're last. <laughs> right? Do, do, do you want me to pull up the Days of Thunder script for you to read? No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I do not. I was thinking Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> not doing it. Not doing it. All um, right, sorry. But no, from, from my days of racing, um, but it's... But what's important in the happy memory is that I wasn't racing cars. I was racing yellow tubes, uh, formerly known as school buses. But, you know, my memory's a little shot here under the water. Um, but we were racing school buses. And I was I was following in a, a now long forgotten family member's um, footsteps. So I was, it was family tradition. And, uh, during the race, I, um, I, I also came in with, um, uh, following the family legacy. I came in dead last and I was proud to maintain that family tradition. So <clears throat> there is that Beautiful. memory. And then the, uh, a second memory is, um, um, oddly enough, um, the day I found myself dying in the ocean, but it wasn't because I was dying. It was, I was on a cruise ship and I was winning at the blackjack table and I had never, I was on a winning streak like I've never had before. And uh, the best of my adult memory tells me that I had, up until that point, I could never win at cards. But I was on this streak and <laughs> the sunset's fading. It was like idyllic. It was perfect. It was 
like the, a grand way to die, and it was, that was a happy memory before I died. It's totally your fault. The ship crashed, isn't it? <laughs> it probably was. I may have been he touching the, stuff. He broke the rules of fate. He did. Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> All right. Uh, the crystal glow glows a little brighter. Perosis, what are two happy memories you can give to the crystal? Okay. So I suddenly remember in my fleshy life, I used to write a lot of poetry for children. And I was so very good at it that I was named the Children's Poet Laureate in the UK. And I went to see the Queen to get given my honour, which is clearly where I got that photograph off. Mm. <laughs> All the dots are connecting. It's coming together. Now, <laughs> and it was a very happy time. And we had lots of um, lots of tea and cucumber sandwiches, and it was lovely. <laughs> was there a bear there? No, there were bare skins, but they were on the heads of um, guards. <laughs> uh, that's a great memory. Do you have one, one more? Yes, and and I, my second memory was the first time I di discovered Slimy. <laughs> and, and, and when he started infesting me and changing my body and making me more than I was. Well, truly horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> uh all right so with that the crystal is charged there's a surge of energy um you can't see it from down here but the displays light up around you and you see the message that the solar sails are being charged uh and the prompt on the screen says select destination and what begins to scroll are hundreds and hundreds of different planets and solar systems and galaxies. Uh, which destination do you pick? What are you even looking for? Ooh. I mean, each one has like a little bit of info about the location and the destination. What keywords, but it's scrolling by so quickly. What do you, what catches I your eye? I want to look for one that's got a, 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 the keyword skeleton. Ooh. Oh. oh, okay. Or water. Or tasty waves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's roll to see who finds their destination first. All right. All right. Everybody make a luck check. All right. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> um, Hopefully you saved your luck up for this moment. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, I did. I did. I ro My luck is a seven. I rolled a six. Nope. <laughs> My luck is a six. I rolled a seven. Kevin, uh, you get to choose where we go. Uh, I just like I will. I will like thump my skeletal finger on the screen. Hopefully, it will trigger it. Uh, when I <laughs> some something that just says like water, like water world, water something. Just boop, that. That's what I hit. The first one I see is the first one I hit. <laughs> uh, there's a lurch in the water. Uh, you feel this intense acceleration. Uh, there's the sound of like a whooshing of air quickly flowing past. Uh, and then everything is still and quiet. All of the panels are functional. The door up top like, slides open. Um, when you climb up out of the trap door, the strands that had covered everything are now on the floor. They're all dark. Um, the creature, when exposed to the vacuum of space, died. But your skeletons you don't need to breathe so you climb up onto the deck of the ship the 
chrome deck has like a, a very mild gravitational pull that keeps your feet on the deck. And you look up at the stars and you are sailing your solar sail ship through the cosmos, hopefully to land on a, another wet world. <laughs> and I think that concludes our skeleton <laughs> adventure, y'all. Yay! Holy moly. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. So much fun. I had a blast. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't oh, get this... to go boom though. I was a little disappointed in that, but it's okay. I the got boom to go into space though. with you inside of it. Fair. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. That's a win. It's played out uh, so good. So good. Yeah. I like it. Thank you all so much for playing Bones Deep. I yes. appreciate the opportunity to run a game for everybody. That was great. No, you're, you're, you are great. very welcome. Thank you for coming here to share it with us and you know allowing us to share it along with our listeners. We'll looking looking forward to dropping this you know as soon as soon as we can so um yeah um let's see here um any do you do any any questions i guess before we we uh wrap this episode that you have for david regarding the game i mean i know debbie's well versed in it but this is mine and keys first you know uh um you know uh, official foray into, the into it yeah yeah foray into it <laughs> i mean i've read it and reviewed it and it it plays uh, i i'm super excited after playing it um mm -hmm. just like i was with my review i think it's a really well crafted game it's simple um i love the theme like I i'm big into pirates anyways but just the, the <laughs> The different take on a nautical theme playing skeletons underwater you don't have to deal with, like you said at the beginning breathing and eating and some of those the the mundane things that just you know can can bog down like an underwater game i mean mm -hmm. yeah. um no, yeah, it just plays down. really well mm -hmm. is that deb's <laughs> bog down yes yes <laughs> i said that but no it, it plays really well i i really enjoyed it you know, thanks for taking time out of your out of your day to come mm -hmm. come run this for us. Uh, but I do have one question though. <laughs> what is it? Is, is there a future for Bones Deep in terms of other uh, other supplements, products, tables? I know you love to create like random table <laughs> generators and all these great things on your website. Um, but do you have anything in mind for Bones Deep? So. We always joke about doing skeletons in space, um, or we joke about doing like a skeleton dating game uh, called Bone Down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but officially, no plans for Bones Deep. We are working on another Troika book that will be out in early 2023. So look okay. forward to that. Uh, All right, great. But nothing specifically for Bones Deep that we can say with any assurance okay that's no that's fair that's fair i think i mean as a package it's it's a great game i mean it doesn't yeah. necessarily need additional things i just didn't know if you were gonna um in your spare time that you probably don't have like create like cool <laughs> random tables for like generating think you know little generator tables that are already included in the book that was all yeah or maybe some more adventures like the sunken barge which i've run a few times well in a in an adapted version to make it fit a convention slot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, it, I'm it, not as creative as you guys, so. 
it does run it's one of the i do definitely see this as a fantastic convention game because it does allow you to adapt and maneuver and and improvise with with the tools relatively easily and you don't necessarily need to concern yourself as much about the rules and i i, I like that that's it's one of those games like one of the hardest things about con games is going how long is this going to last i kind of <laughs> feel like bones deep has the ability to adapt and scale i mean you know um we we tacked on an extra you know 20 30 minutes to this game because we had a bit more time with without you know relative problem uh but if we needed to end it earlier it, it could do that too so i i really really like that about it yeah um yep. but and and i'm also uh david you should be very proud of all of us um <laughs> cons- considering considering the theme of the game uh not a single skeleton <laughs> joke among us um nothing not no puns nothing not a single bone joke that anyone would find humorous there there it is we had to do one we had to do one all right scott gets his one in that's right all right excellent all right Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask David, do you want to um, plug your website one more time yes. and where, where Bones Deep can be found? Yep. Uh, you can find Bones Deep on the Technical Grimoire website, uh, along with a bunch of other games. We are planning two big products uh, early 2023 that we'll be announcing soon. Everything that we work on is on the website and our team is growing and making bigger and bigger stuff. So I'm excited for for what the future of Technical Grimoire looks like. Excellent. Fantastic. So are we. Yes. <laughs> well, Keith, you want to, would you like to write us off into the uh, sunset? Yeah. So, uh, Debbie, thanks for playing with us. David, thanks for running the game. Uh, on behalf mm-hmm. of Scott and I, again, thank you. And uh, with that, we are going to roll on out of here. Hello, listeners. Scott here. And we hope you're enjoying this Let's Play of Bones Deep. If you'd like to know more about the game, be sure and go over to Debbie's blog, dragongirl74.blogspot.com, for an in-depth review of the game. Likewise, if you'd like to get yourself Bones Deep, be sure and head on over to technicalgrimoire.com to get yourself a copy. Also, if you like this episode or any one of our prior episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Hop on to the Titterpigs channel on the Rolling Boxcars Discord, link in the description, or send us an email at titterpigspod at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening, and as always, happy gaming. Happy gaming.